Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text, sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. everyone welcome to couples therapy my name is andy i am naomi and we are a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on the show we bring you the best sets from our live show where comics who are close to sets together about their relationship ain't that the truth so <laughs> i had that memorized obviously at yeah. this point we've been doing yeah. the show for a year and a half but it, it's one of those things where if you think too much about it as you're saying it it's like if you're playing guitar and you think <laughs> too much about where your fingers go you start to panic well, it's also like you, even though you say something over and over, you still have to be present when you say it. Because literally, as you were doing it, I was like, did I forget to do that last week? Like, I literally, in my head, I'm all like, it's so funny because it's like you just yeah. go rote. Yeah. But it's it's also like we usually record in one studio and we're in, uh, we usually record in Studio A, but we're in Studio C now. It's spacious here. It's honestly it's, a palace. Yeah. And I feel out of sorts. Huh? I got Mabel in my arms, like a little baby, though. Yep. So. How, hey, how are you, everyone? Happy December. 
Woo! It's the end of the decade. We're, wow. we're inching in on the end of the decade. We're now. coming okay. into the roaring 20s. We're uh, coming the, in. You know, I mean, in March will be our 10th anniversary. I know. A decade of love. Yes. A decade of magic. Uh, on one of the Patreon episodes, we read our G-chats from when we first started being friends. Yeah. And when I first, quote unquote, asked you out. Yep. <laughs> I said, do you want to get mozzarella sticks? Yes, you did. So for 10 years, that's been a common theme is right. our love and our love of mozzarella sticks. Your love of mozzarella sticks. You, you, you like them? I like them. I'm really just in it for the coating and the marinara. Right, right, right. right. And you're there for the cheese. Yes, you know, yes. it's different things. But a decade of fried cheese. Yep. Um, but it's t- today, uh, the third yes. is my parents' 47th anniversary, I think. Oh, my. I think it's 47. God, Marty and Norma, 47 magical years. That's beautiful. I'm so happy for them. Is that right? You tell me. They ain't my parents. <laughs> I think so. But also, your birthday is coming. So many celebrations. Guys, look. Life sucks, but <laughs> but sometimes there are celebrations and life is great. I know. December's a busy year. Yeah. You got the anniversary 12-3, my B-Day 12-7, Hanukkah, Christmas. By the way, I don't really mean life sucks. Well, you said it with real uh, real decisiveness. Here's, here's something funny. When you're just talking off the top of your head, probably what you say is what you actually feel. First thought, best thought. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, could you guys just hear Mabel sigh? She, she said, Ugh. she really settled into my arms. She said, "Oh, is he still talking?" <sighs> that was her, that's that's my impression of her little sigh. That's a good impression. But no, I don't really mean it. But I'm saying, like, look, most of life is just kind of like in the middle. It's yep. just like a, uh, yeah, it's like just... a kind of butterscotch pudding that's uh, lukewarm, okay. a lukewarm butterscotch pudding. Okay, that you're kind of okay. e- e- you're eating and you're like, it's fine. Yep. But every once in a while, you get a chocolate pudding, <laughs> and it's cold and it's delicious. Oh my god! And then sometimes it's just a you know, it's just a you open up the cup, you open up the Swiss Miss cup. Yep, keep going, and keep just, going with this pudding metaphor. Yeah. Keep going, and uh, uh, just a bunch of termites fly out. Termite swarmers, another <laughs> ones with wings. Okay, so what are what are you gonna do for your parents' anniversary? Are they gonna do something? <laughs> you- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's funny their anniversary was never like a big thing in our I mean it was a big thing for them they would go out for dinner right right they would exchange presents but it was never a big thing for us to like we didn't really celebrate it it wasn't until like their 40th anniversary mm-hmm. that they decided to do something like fun they went on a cruise we went with them that's like that yeah. was like was that our first vacation away you and me? Probably, yeah. It was two years into our relationship. Yeah. We, we went, went on a cruise. We went on a celebrity cruise to the U.S. Virgin Islands. I remember thinking, if Andy's going to propose, this would be it on a foreign beach. Did you really think I was going to propose to you then? I didn't think. I just was like, well, if he's if it were to happen, this would be like the perfect setting for it. You mm. know what I mean? Like the, the romanticism and like, I was like, oh, all your family's here. So then it could be like a tender moment. Oh, too bad. That was pre-therapy for me. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no! It was still a good trip. Yeah, I wasn't like one of the. <laughs> no, of course it was still a good trip. I wasn't trip. like a woman who was like, to... who was like, he's gonna propose to me, and then if he doesn't propose to me, it ain't shit. No, no, I just meant that like the actual proposal could have had a little color into it if I had been in therapy, maybe at the time, a little more panache. Yeah, a little more pizzazz, a little more razzmatazz. Yeah. But 
you know what? You did it. And that's what counts. <laughs> now, <laughs> I am just feeling very reflective. I mean, you know, I'm about to turn another year older. <laughs> I was going to say the number and yes. then I was like, maybe I shouldn't. I We're don't in know. Hollywood it's, now. We can't tell our real ages. No, it's like literally all I talk about is how I'm old and emotionally 67 on You say stage. you're em- emotionally old. Yeah, but then my but then I talk about I say my age in some bits. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, you know, you hit this. I, I always hit this time of year, and I'm like, what have I done? What do I have to show for myself? What am I gonna do next year? And um, so I'm feeling that way. I'm also like so torn about celebrating birthdays. The next couple's therapy is this Saturday, my birthday. So technically, I guess that gives me something to do on my birthday. But if not for that, I don't know what I would do. It feels like the older you get, we're like. Are we really celebrating? Like, I feel like you just, you know, once you kind of hit 21, then it's just kind of only like the decade. You know, each decade you kind of celebrate. Everything else feels a little meh. And then I feel like my friends here are so disparate that the idea of bringing them all together to do something with me feels like, no, it would just stress me out. For my birthday this year, though, we brought together a bunch of disparate people, and I thought it went very well. It did go fine. All your friends, though, have a similar mellow energy. They all are kind of on the same. That was like a mellow dinner. We went to Moby's Vegan Restaurant. Uh-huh. And it was just like a mellow, tender time. This is before we found out what Moby had done to Natalie Portman. Well, that's true. That's true. Andy, don't worry. You're not going to get canceled. I don't care if I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> I want people to know that we don't patronize the canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. I'm trying to get renewed, okay? For multiple <laughs> fucking seasons. Do uh, not cancel my ass, okay? I mind my P's and Q's. <laughs> I, I will never get canceled. Oh but, my God, honey, don't jinx it. Because <laughs> so, the, the canceled then live in a shadow world, Naomi. <laughs> For about a year, and then they come back and make just as much money as they were making before. Right. With absolutely no repercussions. I know. It's uh, so hard. It's so far <laughs> having a paid vacation. But, <laughs> but uh, your birthday, I have stuff planned. If you remember, listeners, back to uh, when we went to the, uh, uh, our friend built an escape room for her friend's birthday. And I pledged, when we talked about that on that episode, that I would do something fun for your birthday, Naomi. Yeah. And you I did. have plans. Yep. Wow. Andy likes surprises. He likes to surprise. But you don't like them. I have told you about these plans oh, in yeah. advance. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, nothing yeah, else yeah. Besides, because you hate surprises. <laughs> I don't hate surprises. I think more so I don't like them. I don't like when it's like, I got a big surprise for you, like talking something up. Because then whatever I think is going to be so outlandish. Well, also, you know what I mean? Someone's like, ooh, I've got a surprise. Ooh, I gotta... I'm like, okay, hot air balloon ride. Okay, horseback riding in the countryside. Is that what you want? No, but oh. just like when I hear surprise, I just think of something Ooh. big. What if we rode horse? What if we brought horses onto a, a hot air balloon? Yes, and then rode them off the balloon when it was at a, a safe distance above the ground. <laughs> I find hot air balloons terrifying. Oh yeah, I don't want to be on that. I don't understand like how they come back to Earth in the right spot. It feels like that little wicker basket you're in is nothing. I just like don't understand it. It really stresses me out. I can't believe it's still a thing. No, no. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. No, no. But after your first birthday, for Naomi, the first birthday that that we were together, Naomi had mentioned she liked zombies. You're into horror movies. Yeah. Specifically zombies. Yeah. You know, one of our couple shows, what it was on, was Z Nation. Yep, of course. We're watching Zomboat now, which is a British uh, zombie comedy. Yep. Zombity. And (laughs) Naomi loving zombies. So I'm like, oh. This is before, I think it was before The Walking Dead was a TV show. I got you. I think it was just a TV show. Oh, was it? I got you a compendium of the first 50 issues yes. of the comic book. Yes. And the uh, – now talk about loving horror. The look of horror on your face as you opened, <laughs> as you opened my gift. 
And we had, I didn't look horrified, did I? You look disappointed that this is <laughs> that this was your gift. It was about nine months into our relationship. Yes, so I thought you should have known better. Correct. <laughs> I think that's why I was like, no, nah, it'd be different. If my birthday was like two months in. You were like, hey, you like a thing? It would be like, all right, he tries some. But nine months in, I was so proud that I'm like, <laughs> no. that I, that, oh, she likes zombies. When I tell you that compendium, that shit was so heavy and so like a paper. Like, I was like, where I'm going to carry this? And I end up with a hunchback. And you hate comics. And I was like, when it comes to comics, I'm always like, I don't know what order to read the bubbles in. It never, <laughs> it never works for me. I'm like, I don't understand. So like 50 comic books in one. I was like, well, this will never be read. Um, It is beautiful ever since then <laughs> naomi i am like all right i'm I, i'm spending the rest of our relationship <laughs> the next 50 years <laughs> making up for that one bad gift yes i think you've succeeded andy i uh, think you've succeeded oh, i think it's fun it. now it's like a fun thing that we can laugh about Sh- can we a decade <laughs> in yeah <laughs> can we i think it's hilarious Naomi, put down put down the mug don't hit me with it <laughs> you guys don't listen to him. I'm not hitting him with a mug. That was never hit me. What I am going to hit him with are some plugs and dates. Bam! Bam! Yeah! Plugs. You are going to deafen our engineer. This nice man, Zachary. Zach, so sorry. And you scream in his delicate ears. Hey, Mabel's in my arms, and she did not react once, so she, it couldn't be that loud. She looks terrified. Her hearing is so much better than the rest of ours. You guys... Before we get into the sets, we want to tell you, again, this Saturday, the show, December 7th, birthday show, our lineup is dope. We've got Elliot Glazer and Brent Sullivan, Lacey Mosley and Priscilla Davies, Deborah DiGiovanni and Natalie Perez, and Gareth Reynolds, co-host of The Dollop. It's all coming together. The Dollop, one of our favorite podcasts. We are so psyched to have this entire lineup. So if you live in Los Angeles... This Saturday, the 7th, come on out to the Virgil. You can get tickets at CouplesTherapyPod.com under CS Live. Also, if you're there on CS Live and you happen to live in San Francisco, we're going to be at Sketchfest this year. Yes. Well, this coming year. Yeah. Friday, January 17th, 10.30 p.m. at the Gateway Theater. We are putting together a wonderful lineup for you. We would love for people to come out. The theater seats about 200. Oh, how beautiful would it be if it was full? You guys, just imagine. Come with your lover. Come with your other. It will be fun. 10.30 show, Friday night. Get a little din so before. So far, Scott Thompson and Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall are on the show. Oh, my God. And I, I am just over the moon. Yeah. You know, if there's one sketch show that's, like, foundational to my sense of humor, it's the Kids in the Hall. Definitely. So I'm going to be weeping. <laughs> you want to see me weep? Come to the show. Come to the show. Um, And then, again... As always, you can look at CouplesTherapyPod.com for tickets. While you're there, you can also sign up for our Patreon, where you get two bonus episodes a month. And you can find our call-in line. As you know, we do advice episodes where we sit with a guest and we answer your relationship questions. It doesn't have to be romantic. It could be about work. It could be about family. Just give it to us. You can find that phone number on the website, but... You also know the number by heart, Andy. Tell them. I think them. so. 323-524-7839. Is that oh, right? Ain't that the truth. <laughs> so you can give us a ring there. Oh, we also, we're we're trying to get off Facebook. So uh, if you can sign up for our newsletter, we don't send them out very often, but it'll let you know lineups. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if we're touring, we want to tour the show a little bit in 2020. 2020, we're bringing it out in these streets. So if you want to know if we're coming to a city near you, sign up. And we'll send them out like just a handful of times a year. Yeah. So you're not... Pledging yourself to uh, a spam avalanche. That's true. 
All right, I think we've really gotten into what we needed to get into, and now it's time for some comedy. You guys, we have a hilarious set for you. From our November show. This first set comes from Peter Kim and Tim Murray, actors, comedians, besties. You've seen Peter on shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm and NCIS, and he's a member of Chicago's Second City. He also hosts the monthly show Suddenly Stand Up here in Los Angeles. Tim Murray is a stand-up who's currently on tour with his new hour, called Wait, Let's Have Fun. And you can see it this month in Washington, D.C., Atlanta, and Fort Lauderdale. Love these guys. This was so fun. Get into Peter and Tim. Roll it. Oh, I love you, too. Uh, Oh, my God. Okay, can we just talk about how gay this setting is? Look at this. This is gaudy as fuck. This is absolutely fabulous. Honey, I want to get, like, Choked out by a Turkish man or something. You know what I mean? Like, I was gonna say, make a dress out of it. Okay, cool. Different gays, and that's the two sides of being gay. Yes, fashion and fuckery. Exactly. Exactly. Are there any gay people here? Any gays? Woo! Thank you for coming out. (laughs) Huge for us. Yeah, huge for us. Huge for us that you're here. Yeah, we're not popular with our kind. <laughs> no, we're really not. No, straights love us. Um, <laughs> hi, straights. Uh, hi, dad. Hi, dad. Um, no, I'm I'm Peter Kim. I'm Tim Murray, and we do uh, pod podcast. <laughs> we're just podcast. By the way, you look really cute tonight. Oh, that's what we were gonna talk about. You look so cute. Tonight. Do I look cute? Do we look cute? <laughs> when we saw each other, when we walked in here today. We go. You, you look, look so, so cute. Hot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you said hot to me and I said cute to you because you're taller than me. I need to bring you down a bit. So I hate being tall. Do you? Yes, everybody always wants to fuck me. <laughs> wow. What privilege. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we do uh, host a podcast together. And uh, we just wanted to talk about today about how we met and um, and how when we first met. We were, um, you were doing a show. Yes, I was doing your show. We both moved here around the same time. Peter lived in Chicago for many years. I lived in New York. Mm -hmm. And so when we both got here, we were like, oh, everyone else here is like models. Yeah. We should be friends with each other. Yeah. I was like, we have the same body. So I was like, yeah. Uh, So I invited you to come do my show. Yes, and we met there and I was immediately attracted to you because you are very mean. Yeah. And you're very sweet. <laughs> no, honestly, we have a lot of things in common, right? Like, yes. we, we both do comedy. We both do comedy. We love drag. We love drag. We, we both in long-term relationships. relationships. Yes, we both are very sex positive. We talk about a lot of sex on the podcast, right? The only difference is that you're nice, and, and I'm smart. So... <laughs> That's the main difference. <laughs> I'd be mad about that if it wasn't so true. So true. true. <laughs> so true. So yeah, yeah the, but you know that thing, my gays in, in the crowd, you know that thing when you meet another gay person and you're like, okay, is this friendship or, or are we going to fuck? fuck. <laughs> or is this friendship that turns into fucking or fucking that turns into friendship? Like, what? Com- we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. So there was like a tension. There was majorly a tension. And then we both were like, oh wait, we're in long-term relationships. So 
Whoops. <laughs> that happens every 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like, Just now, I was like, oh, look at him in the oh second row. Oh, my God, row. who's daddy right here? I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, wait. Uh, what? We're in long-term We're in long-term relationships. relationships. <laughs> Fuck. We're like Dory, but with dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep swimming. Uh, keep swimming. <laughs> anyway, so we first met, and we are like, oh, is this a thing? And then we are like, no, it's not. And then we were like, okay, let's get the boyfriends together. Let's have dinner. Yeah, so we cooked you guys dinner, and it yes. was very fun. It was okay. Um, just because, like, me and my boyfriend were very um, particular about food. I don't want to call ourselves foodies, but... We love food, and you had a very strict diet going at that point. Uh, yeah, we were doing like Whole30. Yeah. But we have not had this conversation before. Did we not go over this You during... didn't like the food? The food was great. It was just a lot of meat. And I'm, and I'm a car bitch. I don't know what to tell you. I like to get bloated, okay? Like, I don't... And it was a lot of sausages and steaks. It was delicious. Trust me, it was gorgeous. Do you give it up if you like sausages and steaks. Okay. <laughs> give it up if you don't like shitting well for a week. <laughs> Gluten wins, you know? So. And then we anyway. started chatting after the meal that you apparently hated. I didn't hate it. I just, I was surprised. And... Um, <laughs> We were chatting with you guys. It we was be, being very like sort of slumber party vibes where after we ate, we were all just kind of gabbing and we started talking about sex and our past sexual experiences. Right. And then you guys got an Uber and you left. Yeah. And when you left, my boyfriend and I turned to each other and we were like, were we about to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> were we about to? And I'm in a monogamous relationship. We, we're monogamous light. Yeah. That means, <laughs> that means we're monogamous um, unless we see someone really hot. Right. Uh, and my boyfriend have been open since we started dating. Right. We've always been open, but when we got into Uber, we looked at each other and we're like, let's go get something to eat. So I, uh, we're like, let's get bread. Um, <laughs> so then the natural next progression from that yes. was to start a podcast. Yeah, together. so we're like, let's start a podcast. Well, we, we got we hit it we hit it off, but we were like, is this sexual? Is it not? And we started a podcast, and it, it started becoming very fun. And, and then, then we went to Palm Springs, Springs. And for the gays in the room, if you go to Palm Springs together, you're gonna fuck. So, <laughs> right? That's just like the that's the barrier to entry is like just going from. LA to, LA to Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. And once you cross over, you're like... Right. By the time you get to the Joshua Tree, you've done hand jobs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Is the Joshua Tree between here and Palm Springs? I don't think so, but you can cut this out, right? Yeah. They'll edit it. iHeartRadio, edit this out. You already told everyone I was stupid, yeah. so they get it. By the way, congrats on iHeartRadio. How cool is that? Some people didn't even know. They're like, what? I'm not sure. Terrestrial <laughs> sure. radio. Um... No, so but we were in Palm, Palm Springs, Springs for a comedy fest. For a comedy fest. The first annual international Palm Springs Comedy Festival. Yeah. We, yeah, those claps felt Do not, right. Don't clap. Those claps felt right. We went in, and we, when we finally got there, I walked up, and I was like, hey, I'm just looking for like when my time is. And they were like, oh, we don't really do times. There's like <laughs> 300 comedians today. So if you just show up between like three and six. Yeah. Uh, just a nice, tight three-hour window. A nice, tight three-hour window. I went, we showed up at three on the dot to be safe. I went at 8.45 p.m. Yeah. 
And it was a gigantic conference room. Huge. Huge. Carpeted. So, like, perfect carpeted, for comedy. Yes. Sound yeah. just drifting away. Just, hello. Hello. And, um, and the judges were like, te- like 100 feet away. And, uh, and, there, and were, there were judges. And so like, you judges. get what it was. There were judges, but nobody won anything. Yes. Apparently, you're supposed to win $1,000 cash. And to be on Palm Springs <laughs> TV. Yeah. Which I think is public access TV for people who are dying in front of their cats. So that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> We're knocking Palm Springs pretty hard right now, but we got to tell you, we, had we, a good time. Love, we love Palm, Palm Springs. Because all we did was uh, not participate in the festival and go into the hot tub. All we did was go in the hot tub and like talk to men whose median age was 94. Yes. <laughs> My sweet spot. It was. It was like honestly, was how many fucking old men? Oh my Turn god. Okay, so I have been. I've looked like this since I was in the fifth grade. So I, I, I've never had like men my age just go crack, crack, crack. You know, like looking at me. Oh my god, in Palm Springs, right? Like everyone ev- was staring at us. It was fucking amazing. It was crazy. I've never seen so many old men like just drool over me, and I was like, oh, I finally found my people. Close it felt to, yeah, so right to it us. It felt right, right? I was like, it, my target demographic is close to death. So I, <laughs> the whole idea is the like, whole hey, time I- we're there, it feels like it sort of feels like uh, you know, she's all that. Yeah, you know that when she comes down the stairs and she's all that? Yeah, yeah. That's how you feel the whole time you're in The whole time. But instead of Freddie Prince Jr., it is... uh, Freddie Prince Sr. (laughs) Capital S, capital R, period. (laughs) Anyway, the old daddies were loving us, and we were, like, feeling our oats. And then we met a couple. We met a couple. hot Hot couple. I think they were, like, both... Brazilian or South American of some of some sort. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they <laughs> were super hot, and we were. Uh, I didn't go on until eight forty-five p.m. that night. Peter was until the next day, mm-hmm. so we were drunk. Yes, we were real drunk, and we were just kind of like, okay, I don't know. We're sitting around waiting forever, so we started just hanging out with these guys. They started buying us drinks. They took us to dinner, and we were like, <laughs> they bought us pizza. What the fuck? <laughs> took us to dinner. <laughs> Is pizza dinner? How dare you? <laughs> yes. You made it seem like it was like white tablecloth. There was like a like a, a random girl whose only job is to scrape the crumbs off the table. You know? No, they took us to pizza. But You're such a foodie bitch. I am. I'm sorry. What can I say? I like go. We're, what goes in my mouth? We're going to the taco truck after. This. Afterwards, yeah. Yes. I'm gonna have a full review. Anyway, so we with their they bought us a delicious meal. <laughs> Yes. And as, as we were buying us a meal, we looked at each other and we were like, are, are we, we going to fuck, fuck that? <laughs> I was like, are you and I going to fuck these two? And then we were like, oh, wait. We're, we're in long-term, long-term relationships. relationships. So, um, uh, so we ended up hanging out with them and then nothing happened. They but, left. But you know when like this, a couple, if, if you've ever had a couple just like really flirt with you all night and just get you so fucking horny, right? And we're like, oh my God, we have to come. So like we... <laughs> We were like, we okay, where are we going to go? We're going to so go we went to, to All World Resort. And which for is the gays like, in here. Yeah, it's like a spa. Um, people, you get naked. You like put a towel on. It's like a bathhouse, but it's outdoors. And it was January, so it was freezing. So, <laughs> so cold. So cold. So there we was literally together, no one there. We were the only people there. <laughs> <laughs> and we got naked in front of each other. We are like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> 
And then we got in the hot tub, we were just chatting. And then we realized there was a whole separate side and that separate side had all these other... Um, old um, men. Old men. And there was this one Latino couple that was like so, so old, so hot. So hot. There was one older and one younger. Yes. And the younger one was 99. So it was... I was like, let's do it. <laughs> It was awesome, and they were like flirting with us so hard. So and hard. I, I was a little trepidatious about it because one time in a steam room in New York City, I saw a very old man masturbating, and he did have a heart attack. In front of you? In front of me. We had to run naked in our little towels through the gym, being like, Is there a doctor here? Oh my God. Is there a doctor here? Oh, and there was. He saved the man's life. That oh. man was fine. Okay, God bless. Twist, I go to the gym a week later, that man is right back at it. Men, right? Men. I, so then, we gotta, with, go. We, yeah. gotta, we, we gotta go. We gotta go. But anyway, so we ended up hanging out with them, and they gave us drinks, they bought us a meal, and... Pizza. Pizza, and... But, you know, it just didn't feel right, so we were like, all right, let's get out of here, and we ended up going back to our uh, Airbnb, and... Mm, we didn't it, fuck. We didn't fuck. So... <laughs> Give it up for us for being two gay friends. Platonic friendship. I've been Peter Kim. I've been Tim Murray. And we're gonna go. We're gonna go fuck. fuck. Bye. Bye. Couples therapy heads. It is Naomi here to talk to you for a second about Away luggage. Away creates thoughtful products built for modern travelers. Their suitcases are the bomb, and I'm not even exaggerating. I have the carry-on, by the way, and I took it when I was going on the road a bunch, and I'm telling you, this suitcase saved my life. What's great about this carry-on, you can fit in, in almost any airplane's overhead, so no one's taking it from you. It is durable. Their suitcases are made of different materials like polycarbonate, aluminum, durable nylon. They come in a variety of colors, and... Whatever you want to pack, you can pack. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in. And the thing I love so much, there is a removable laundry bag so you can separate your dirty clothes. Oh my God, I live. Four 360-degree spinner wheels guarantee the smoothest roll no matter where you're going. And I'm telling you, I was running through those airports and I was gliding, baby, with my Away suitcase. If you want to try Away products, which are designed to last a lifetime and offer a 100-day trial, you can go to awaytravel.com slash therapy and get $20 off your suitcase or bag. Again, go to awaytravel.com slash therapy and use promo code therapy during checkout for $20 off any suitcase or bag. I'm telling you, you gonna be gliding. Welcome back, everyone. Naomi, what a lovely set that was. Oh, Peter and Tim made me so happy. I know. I met Peter at a party. We saw him. He was in the CBS Diversity Showcase. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, that guy's really funny. And then I saw him at a party, and uh, we also had a heart connection. It's not just that he was super yeah. funny. It's that we had a lot in common. I remember. So. You like came home, and you were like, I met someone. <laughs> I, I made a like, friend. I was like, congratulations. <laughs> um, Speaking of friends, though, that we have made in this business. Ha! Uh, <laughs> business gross sick just say this world uh, this world hey Naomi the world is business ew uh, this is a capitalist society okay I'm okay I'm an Ayn Rand character <laughs> let's go to Galt's Galt <laughs> we were just together yeah. on 
our friend Matt Rogers, who you may uh, remember from this show a couple times. And his podcast, Las Culturistas. Yes. And uh, his uh, comedy partner, Dave Mazzoni. Yep. They have a show called Game Show. Yes, G-A-Y-M-E. Yes, which is coming to Quibi. Coming to Quibi. Which is a short form It's a streaming channel. It's a digital streaming platform. <laughs> wow, um, look at you with the lingo. Andy, I just realized I'm wearing my dog walking bra and I'm feeling so insecure. Oh. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But Let's you're go not swanging. Well, I'm not swanging, but I just don't feel fully supported. Anyway. <laughs> hey, I've been emotionally supported by me. Yes, yes I do. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but we were just so their show is basically like a game show where they have two straights compete. Two straight men compete um with the help of a woman who gets it and a wise queer. <laughs> and so it's two pairs pitted against each other. Andy and I were on the same team. I was the woman who got it. Yes. And we were versus Demi from Punch Up the Jam podcast and Solomon Giorgio, hilarious comic who you've also heard on our pod a number of times. Yes. So this was this just this last week. And so basically it was at a place here called The Satellite. And the show is, for me, a very repressed, straight, white dude. Yep. Terrifying. Yeah, you were like anxious about it beforehand. Well, because there was like a lip sync competition. Yes, you did have to bat- do a lip sync battle. There were like a series of challenges. You know, uh, we had to create a fashion... R- uh, what is it? A Project Runway experience. Yes. And create culture. Yes. And I'm, you know, stiff and <laughs> weird. <laughs> so if it wasn't like the Magnetic Fields or John Waters, you know, or Pose, yeah. you know, it's out of my wheelhouse. And definitely like out of my wheelhouse when it comes to like moving my body, like is someone walking down a fashion runway. Like that's. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for MeUndies, and frankly, I'd always thought, it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, MeUndies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. 
Also, I got to point this out. There is a particular technology that the folks at Meet Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral. So I didn't want to have to say what this technology is. So I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words. I can say medical words. You might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. That's not how I know how to move my body. I know how to right. move my body. I can uh, jump up and down, right? Which is the pogo, right? The dance, the pogo. At a, I can nod my head, right, and uh, tap my foot <laughs> at an indie rock concert with my arms crossed. Yeah, but walking down a runway, yeah, and moving my body in a uh, lithe fashion. <laughs> But I think you did pretty well. I mean, there were some times where you kind of refused to get on board. Andy was given an object and told to make it work. And it was a large straw hat. And Andy, you were like stepping into the shadows and they were like, find your light. And well, then that Andy was by accident. Again. I know, but then the second time you were like, I'm going to stay in the darkness again. Oh, well, no, I just heightened it. They said, find your light. I had the hat on and I was in, accidentally in the darkness because right. I had the hat on. I didn't know that I wasn't in the spotlight. And then uh, I was made fun of for it. So Correct. I'm like, oh, well, I should heighten it. And then I went deeper into the shadows. Deeper into the shadows. A great Yola Tango song. Deeper <laughs> into the shadows. But I thought you did great. At one point, Andy and Demi had to do a scene for My Best Friend's Wedding. And you played Cameron Diaz and you were instructed to do it with a British accent. And I thought you did excellently. Yeah. You really but, came through, Queen. Thank you so much. The I lost. But the <laughs> the reason I wanted to talk about this yeah. is because the last time I had to like so like for the lip sync challenge, I was a uh, a friend of mine is a drag queen and his boyfriend actually works on is it Project Runway or is it Drag Race? I don't know. But they gave me some very good <laughs> advice, yeah. which was just be passionate during the lip sync competition. Right. 
So uh, it was Aretha Franklin's respect, mm-hmm. and uh, by about the second verse, I had fucked it up royally. <laughs> Uh, was totally off, but I put my all into passionate yes, acting. You did. I really, uh, you know, like grabbed my chest. I really mm-hmm. like. You yeah, sunk I, down on your knees. Yes. I mean, you were demanding R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. demanding it. But it really, I had the, this terrible flashback to when I was in BBYO. Explain uh, what BBYO is. The B'nai B'rith Youth Organization. It's like a Jewish youth group. So like after school? No. When are you I don't doing know. it? What do youth groups, I don't know what other youth groups do, but this well, is like once a month. I'm sure there's chapters all over the, there, there's a couple different Jewish youth groups. One is called Nifty. I heard about Nifty. Yeah. yeah I knew about Nifty. In Pennsylvania, I think the major one was BBYO. And the major cities in Pennsylvania had chapter, each had a chapter. Mm-hmm. And you got together with other Jews from that area. Yep. And you did activities. And yep. then once every like two months maybe- or every three months, there was a big old gathering in one of the main cities. I okay. forget what they call it. Convention, I guess. Yeah. And all the chapters in Pennsylvania got together. And then there were bigger activities. Like one one of the conventions was always like a sports competition. Like there mm. would always be different like, you know, like flag football. And okay. Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember the others. But the one that was a competition, mm-hmm. there was a talent show. Yeah. So here's the thing. I like to believe because I am uh, an iconoclast <laughs> and I stand counter to culture. Oh, have fun. have fun. Hey, here's the great thing. During game show, Naomi, yeah. I created culture. I said Bitcoin is queer canon. I uh, On my yeah. T-shirt, you had yep. to like in the fashion part of the show, you had to create culture. You had to create fashion. Mm-hmm. And I made a T-shirt that said Bitcoin is queer canon. I love it. I love it. And you guys, we will post a picture of this shirt and Andy's pose so you can see <laughs> part of what was going down at game show. That, I promise you that. Yes. There's a Tupac moment in there. <laughs> uh, but- I want to say that my parents wanted me to be part of BBYO, but yep. they say that I had wanted to join. And I think, again, this is my search for my community. Yep, definitely. I, th- I think we talked about that on uh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a community. I want a community of weirdos, but I want a community, period. Right. Like right. my favorite TV show. I was going to say. You, Cheers. You didn't. <laughs> Their community is around a bar. Yep. I was always like, I was not an outcast at, at BBYO, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like. I liked, you know, what was this? I was a teenager. I liked R.E.M. and Yola Tango. And everyone else was into, what were the cool kids, Naomi? I don't know. 1995 like. I have no idea. I wasn't cool. (laughs) I mean, what did I, please, I would spend like Saturday nights in high school watching Billy Madison. I have no idea what cool kids like. Snoop Dogg. 1995? Sure. sure. Those are the years of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I mean, every year's a year of Snoop Dogg. On my Zodiac calendar, every Uh, year is the year of the Snoop Dogg. Puff Daddy. But the thing is, like, I was not cool there. And I was like, I I just, I was just in another group where I was kind of like on the fringes, but wanted to be popular, wanted to be part of the group, but was never going to be because of my interests and personality. Uh (laughs) But this talent show that was part of this one competition I don't know how someone signed me. They're like, I guess I hadn't been participating in too much of the stuff. Uh-huh. And so I was forced to be part of this. Ew. And I wasn't prepared. How old were you? Do you remember? It must have been 15 or 16. Okay, so yeah, old enough where it's like, leave me alone. If yeah, you didn't want to do it. Kind of. But the like the people who were in charge yeah. of the youth group were right. like, well, he hasn't been really participating, so he's got to do this. But like my only talent at the time really was like I played guitar. Yeah. But I didn't have my guitar with me because I right. didn't think I was going to have to do this. <laughs> 
And then somehow this talent show devolved into just like dudes. When the dudes got on stage, they just stripped to what? music. They didn't Why like sh- the hell did someone let teenage boys take off their tops? I think one did it and then everyone, everyone, uh, they were no. good improv students. So they yes ended it and did it too. And I did not want to. And I, I remember not. being like, please don't make me do. I said to one of the, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Right. And then there was this peer pressure. They're like, well, I guess you don't have to, but like, you no know. No one will ever speak to you again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They you don't have to, but they you'll never me. know love. But there was, it was definitely like, I really wanted to, be, I so wanted to be belong to right. this group. Right. That, I don't, you, you know what it was like? I mean, I'm sure you were like, like that kind of too in high school. Like what? You wanted to belong to a group. Eh, I had friends. But the popular kids were so different from me, like it was not even a thing to want. You know what I mean? Like I would look at them being like, oh, how carefree. But I knew I would never be them. But you never, there was so no I just group, like leaned you in. never wanted, so you just leaned into being alone? I wasn't alone. I had like my friends. But but I didn't want to like be in the upper echelon. But there wasn't a group you wanted, you, just, you were just happy with whatever group you were in? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm like I don't mean I don't know. Dalton was such a weird thing, and those the people were just again as I said so different from me. There were like some cool kids where I was like, oh, I want you to like me, but not really. Yeah, yeah, not really. So I was forced to like go out there. I had no no talent, so I just danced and took my shirt off. Like, I, and I was not like what what did I was dance to. Was it I choreographed? Can't, I can't remember. No, what, no, no. Is, so I just was it tried just to, you guys up on a stage? Yes. This sounds terrible, and I don't understand why I, anyone I, allowed it. Yes, it's horrifying that it happened, <laughs> and that I felt peer pressure to. Yeah. Everyone shut down BBYO for some <laughs> some minor thing that happened twenty five years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wasn't like obese, but I was a little chubby. And it was not fun. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. Right. And it haunted me. It, it <gasps> haunted me. I mean, forever. For years. Yes. Decades. I mean, now I'm I'm fine. Thank you, therapy. Yeah. But obviously not because Game Show triggered it again. Game, it but took I you was back fu- to BBYO. Yeah, yeah. But I did it and yeah. I, I felt like kind of bad uh, later that night, but I'm yeah. fine. So, right. hey guys, therapy works. <laughs> oh my God. Have demons, have minor demons that plague your brain. Try therapy. Yeah, minor demons. Uh, if you live in New York, NIP. Great, <laughs> great sliding scale place. National Institute of the Psychotherapist. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, uh, but you, you didn't think I was embarrassing during the thing, did you? No. <laughs> oh, why you did? No, I didn't. The pause and then no. No, I didn't at all. I didn't at all. I just knew. I knew. You're so hot. You're uh, you're 30 octaves above. No, I am not. Mabel is Mabel is screaming in pain because your your voice is so high right now. Oh my god, hush! That is not true. I just know you were very nervous and self conscious going in. I didn't want to disappoint. I tell. People. I didn't want to disappoint the audience. I like Matt and Solomon so much. I didn't yeah. want to disappoint. I, I met Dave for the first time. He's right. very nice. Yeah. But like, I've known Matt and Solomon for a while now. I didn't want them to be like, ugh. Yeah. This boring straight. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think one of the things you did say coming up of it is like, you're like, you you said last night or, you know, before you're like, it should be nerds against nerds. Oh, that's the problem. Demi's too cool. Yeah. Demi's like cool. It's got swag. It was like showing his little muscles. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you, it's like, it's going to be nerd v nerd. 
Nerd v. Nerd for real, true competition. I was thinking that there are like, there's a bunch of different kinds of straights. There's your sports straights. <laughs> there's your like cool dude straights, right? Like Demi. But like cool, but also like nerdy cool is what he is, right? I don't like think it's he like, is nerdy cool. Well, it's more like he knows. I don't buy it. I don't <laughs> buy that. He's, no. Just straight up cool. Yeah. Just straight up cool. Na- if he could name a single They Might Be Giant song, then I'll be like, yeah, 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 okay. Oh, please. I don't think... <sighs> Anyway, the point is you were feeling like he was too cool. I mean, Solomon's so cool. Solomon. I'm also like, for, for for someone who was cast as the woman who gets it, I'm really not as tuned into pop culture as I should be. No. So you it's really like, failed I, me I on know. some of that stuff. I know. So, you know, you know what? We both did our best. Yeah. We both did but our the, best. But there's, so that there's the cool, then there's, um, there's your money ball nerds, which is not me. Uh-huh. But the people who are like into stats, those are your nerds, like your Nate Silvers. Uh-huh. And, People who are like who go to baseball games and like keep track of the runs batted in and stuff like that. Yep. And then there's your indie nerds like me. Uh-huh. And I need to be up against another indie nerd. Well, I also think, you know, you have something very special, which is your um pride in quote going against the culture and being an outlier. <laughs> you know, you kind of have a, a a determination to be off. And, you know, that's different. That sets you apart from people in your determination to be different from other people. I must leave my footprint on this earth. It's like, my God. I say, honey, I don't even want you to know I was ever here. <laughs> I say, I say, if you, when I die, you go, what's your name? I'm fine with that. But honestly, I think you did very well. Thank you. And I think it was new for both of us. And I'm proud of us. Thank you. I'm proud of us for doing it, for getting through. You guys, on that uplifting note of pride, love, and hope, we're going to go to a commercial and we will be back with another hilarious set. And we're back with another hilarious set. Naomi, this is the first time I bet Robbie Hoffman. And wow, geez. This set, as Andy says, is from Robbie Hoffman and Irene, too. Robbie Hoffman is a comic I met out here in L.A. who I was like, Andy, you will love her. And I've been saying this for so long. And so when you finally got to see her on stage, I was like, oh, thank God. It's like when you're, you know, it's when you recommend something to someone and then they love it. You're like, see, I know stuff. She's the best. You guys, Robbie Hoffman and Irene, too, are comedians, friends. Irene has been named one of the Bay Area's best stand-up comedians and a woman to watch, and she's open for comics like Pat Oswalt, Anthony Jeselnik, and Hari Kondabolu. Robbie Hoffman is an Emmy-winning writer who's worked on The Chris Gethard Show, Working Moms, and Baroness Von Sketch Show, and she was recently named one of Conan O'Brien's Comics to Watch. Oh, put these two friends together, and you've got a recipe for fun. You guys, get into it. Roll it. the opposite of Tim and Pete. You ready for that? We're the opposite. We go to Palm Springs just to get a real massage. Just it's like with dykes, nothing's happening. What's nothing's happening? happening. We've never wanted to fuck. By the way, I had better credits than that, but I wanted to promote my show December 6th at the Lyric. Okay, now next to Irene's credit, my clit feels small. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, She's going to be show, on it. Right? It's, yeah. a bir- it's a birthday show. I love what you're wearing right now also. Really? Yeah. That- freezing here at the Virgil. I don't know who controls the temperature. You're wearing a turtleneck. They keep it very cold here because I was here last week. The bartender remembers and guess who was freezing? <laughs> Yours truly. We just want room temperature. Wherever we are. That's how comedy shows work though. No, look. 68? That's what we want. That's they're making well, it freezing. Like They're not they packing keep it. There's the not enough awake. chairs. Even when they do pack, we're sitting on the floor there. There's no chairs here. 
How are you? <laughs> I'm great. We're very grumpy. Yeah. Uh, how do we meet? You? Listen. You know, I was I was just thinking. I don't remember how we met. I mean, you're Chinese. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and, and Robbie's Jewish. very Jewish. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know what I realized? People think we're cheap. Both of us, right? I mean, they're not wrong. Right. Well, I mean, we are starting a podcast on deals. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. When I met you, and I don't know if this is the first time I met you. When when was the first? But San Francisco. You showed me you were so unbelievably generous in San Francisco. Cheap, but Chinese are, are cheap? No, they're not. They're smart, okay? <laughs> they're, they're, they're calculating, okay? And they're generous. That sounds where it bad counts. again. No, it doesn't. Okay. All right. They're cheap to you because they don't like you. That's and true. Well, I amongst, don't like Amongst anybody. us, we have a report. You know, uh, Irene not only booked me on a show that was like such a smash. What's the show called? Oh, it's called Man Haters. I don't run it anymore, though. So there was a big you know. drama. Anyway. There was not a big drama. It's I dikes. just uh, like, what know, do you want? That's what it is. There's no there's drama. drama. I just don't. I live here now. There was a drama there. there oh, At there the was time. a drama. Oh, there was other there was drama. drama. Oh, I forgot. Okay, there was a there drama. There was a drama, and then there wasn't, and then now I just live here. So you're it's the fine. only dyke I talked to for this reason. There was a drama. There was a, there was a drama. <laughs> We're not in any event. She books me on the show. I kill the show, as you can imagine. Yes. Okay, it goes, it goes uh, amazing. She says, well, my, my mother bought a house to live near me. That's uh, true. But it's far. Okay, so her mother moves to San Francisco from where? Boston, Chicago? Chicago. Chicago. Okay, moves, buys this empty house. It's like a manufacturer. I don't know where it is. An hour and a half outside SFO? It's an hour. It's 45 minutes. Okay. Long time in the car. Anyway. <laughs> there was no traffic. you have to pee, it's double as long. Okay. Everybody knows that. So... Anyway, we go, we sleep in this house. It's amazing. Okay, it's like empty. It's like brand new. It's like, it's really an experience. Like, you were so generous. I had this room. Yeah, um, but there's your mother no had, furniture. Had, had pillow covers, very particular. <laughs> yes. I didn't have headlights, by the way. But she was just. She doesn't. Well, you know. we also, you had to sleep in the, like. I am the, Jewish. I get it. But they don't trust. Wait, I, you had to sleep on the bed on the floor, right? I slept on a bed on the floor, but the mother wanted to protect the pillows. So anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> we is had two other beds that were actual beds, but my mom did not let I could sleep in a barrack. No, I would no. be fine. It's fine. It's fine. There we are protecting the pillow more than me. It's fine. And, and I have a great time. And then in the morning, you insist. This is the craziest thing. SFO Airport. For some reason, San Francisco, the airport is nowhere near the city. It's like not even in the city It's at in all. South San Francisco, which is not in the city. Okay. Yeah. But further, your mother was two hours north of the city. <laughs> it was uh, like an hour and a half, yeah. So how, and then it was raining yeah. cats and dogs. That's right. What did you do? What did you do? I drove you to the airport. Drove me to the airport. Like three hours, I think it was. Yeah. But, but insisted. I was like, no, this is crazy. Insisted to drive. Is that something else? Is she generous? No, but people but think that's we're not... cheap and we're not. Like, I didn't know that you had that stereotype. We've always had it. You mentioned having it, and I thought, well, this is the most generous person I fucking know. Well, I'm just making up for it. But I did go to an outlet mall recently, and I felt ashamed of my people. It was... Why? It's bad. Oh, you, you got the outlets? Outlet? Yeah, it's all my people just, like, running through trying to get Dykes deals. Dykes or Chinese people? No, oh, <laughs> Chinese people. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. because there's several peoples that we fall into. Excuse me. 
There were it's, no lesbians at the Alamo Mall. Yeah, it's no guys. You were just you. No, I see. I see you probably at um, uh, Cole Hahn. <laughs> Dykes love Cole Hahn. I do have one do pair of Cole Hahn shoes. You do. Of course you do. Every dyke at a wedding is like I'm like Cole Hahn. <laughs> Like every time I get a wedding, has like the loafers with the orange lace. I'm like they went to Colhan at the outlet. The orange lace. You know what I mean? Colhan does those fruity colors. It's not for me. Anyway, Tim and Pete, like they were talking about like how they maybe could fuck. It's like so the opposite with Dyke. So when we met, like there's no fucking. Wait, th- when this did we meet? Work. We didn't go over this because I booked you on the show, but I had already met you. I don't remember past the general. Like I, that really affected me. That affected me in a major way. But wait, when did we meet? That's what I'm asking you. Does it matter? We didn't fuck. Just, we no, didn't I, fuck. Well, we didn't fuck, and that's probably why we don't remember. But well, we did that uh, comedy the festival. Way. Oh, which one? The one in Portland. Queer fest. Uh huh. Oh, we killed that one. They were lucky. But to we have didn't us. hang out. We didn't hang out. Oh, why? Why didn't we hang out? I, I was. Know. I was scared of that city. The KKK started there. Everybody was telling me. Why? I want to go. Yes, the KKK in Portland. There you are in Portland with white people with dreads. That's what they're doing Wait, in Portland. Wait, they started in Portland? The yes, whole thing? The KKK started somewhere in uh, Oregon. A Jew what? doesn't like to hear that get into a city. I stayed in my hotel room. Thank you very much. I don't think I even had a hotel room. I went room. to the show and I went home. That was it. Oh, I demanded one in Portland on account well, of the KKK. Oh. Well... It's not safe. I, I remember asking the venue, actually, I said, do you have security? Because they're just out here. They look, you know, these white people, they look like they're bearded and whatever, like hipster. No, they're, KK- they're also KKK. They have a cooler look now, so it's hard to decipher. They're in the hemp shoes. They're doing it. <laughs> Believe you me. But So we met there. We met there. We, we didn't met- talk because I was a recluse. I also wasn't having a good time. Oh, why? What happened? I don't. I think that was in the middle of my two years of being single. So Irene is single. I have said this before. No, I, no. Okay, the new term is oh. self-partnered. Oh, excuse me. Uh, by the way, I realized that you have contacts on tonight. For me, only wears glasses. It's because I don't... Uh, I'm not trying to look nice for you, Robbie. Doesn't want to look good for me. I wear clean clothes for her. Anybody. <laughs> These are clean. Anyway, is she cute? That okay, was the dykes. saddest... By the way... That was the saddest... By the way... cheering. When I did that uh, self-partner thing, you guys were like, that was funny. And then Robbie's like, she cute? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> you rather Should've be funny glasses. as a dyke than cute anyway. What? I've done very well funny. Yeah, your girlfriend's great. Yes, yes. Well, all we have to do is funny and, you know, and, and, and have hands, unfortunately. <laughs> it is a lot, it's a very oh, no. handy, handsy type relationship. You're, you're, you're going to get some negative feedback on this podcast. Oh, lots someone's going to be like, oh, but I don't have a hand. No, I know. My friend Courtney Gilmore doesn't have hands. And thank God she is straight. Oh. Shout out to Courtney. Uh, this makes sense now. Mind you, her nubs would be very nice as well. She calls them nubs. Courtney Gilmore, great, nuts. funny comedian. Uh, she would agree with me. And plus, she doesn't have hands. I had a gangly insist. She didn't know of that because she doesn't That's have hands. Gang- what? And she said, oh, hand people problems. And she was right. <laughs> Wait, you have a, you have a thing I had hand? a gangly insist because I was taking tennis. I wanted oh, to be active, so that sue was... me. Did you get rid of it? 
It just it goes away. Oh, it goes away. Because well, I remember sometimes I went to your show and yeah. then you were talking with your tennis coach about your the wrist thing. My show December sixth. I book people that nobody wants to see. <laughs> Okay, this cousin. is rude because I'm going to be on the show. Irene will be on the show. Just ever since. Oh, God. You know, I had my cousin Daniel Latovsky on there. Nothing remarkable about it. <laughs> I had my tennis coach. I took four lessons, so sue me. He didn't want to be there at all. No, he didn't want he to be there. He truly left right after his well, segment. I had to tell him why he's texting me for lessons. First of all, they're not cheap. And second of all, I had, on account of my gangly insist. I mean, I'm off tennis. So what can I do? I always want to say, I grew up on welfare. I grew up so poor, but tennis always looks so nice. And I thought, ah, maybe now with a little bit of kesef in the bank, I could do tennis. I like how you think tennis is the rich sport. It's so rich. What about like polo? I never even heard of polo. Like that thing with the horses. Yeah, well, we're not hearing... No New York Jew knows of polo. That's not even like tennis, at least you heard. Serena, there was like big stars. I don't know anyone who plays polo. Okay, okay. I'm just Is saying. Is there a famous polina? Polian? <laughs> uh, uh, what are they uh, doing? Where are people doing polo? I was just going to say equestrian, but I think that's only riding the horses. That's Will not you like taking me to polo. polo? We should start you a think I'm polo. rich? Comes from a lot of money. You should have seen this house in San Francisco. <laughs> It's not in San Francisco. It's an hour away. Okay, it's not cheap there. Have you read the markets? Please. People I don't live are... in San Francisco. It was right there. It was right we there. We bought the house there because we couldn't buy one in, oh, in the city. Okay, you heard of Salesforce? It was right there. <laughs> if, if I lived by Salesforce, I would not have driven you Ladies, to the airport. She's single. And she's an only child. That's true. <laughs> I'm an only child. I don't there you go. They did not it's like that at all. They were like, oh. I'm one of ten. Nobody's getting nothing and there's nothing to get. <laughs> oh, now you're trying to set me up with someone who's going to murder me? No, but you know what? You could set them up with something. Take care of somebody for once in your life. <laughs> what? I mean, take care of a girl. I see you as a provider, no? Yeah, I drove you to the airport. Do you see? Yes. <laughs> Guys, but if now you know I'm somebody from Irene, she's suitors. been single how many years now? It's like, it's like two. scary. Oh. <laughs> That's you not that said long. two when we met. No, it, it's two now. It was like one when we met. <sighs> I said in the middle of two years. That's a See, a dykes year. are not just fucking. This would never work. <laughs> men are looking at men, and they could switch a lot. I know a lot of gays that they could switch, even though they seem so toppy. Like, yeah, I'll I'm not switching. <laughs> Switched. Okay. You're not switching. Well, I'm kind of. Uh, I've switched is not switching. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like I've switched is like a tickle. Oh, what? I don't think dykes are switching as much as gays are. I think it's we're just sharing. Sharing. You know, it's like oh, it's your turn now. No, that's not what I mean. Of course. Oh, I get my. <laughs> I get my feet. What are you talking about? No. I, I have my meal. Excuse me. <laughs> We're Wait, all eating. We're all about? eating here. It's enough to go around. Excuse me. Wait, what are you talking about? I mean the the top and the bottom, the rolls. You're not. Is somebody okay? My turn. Your turn. Let's get into okay. it. Strap on. No. Is somebody putting it on and going inside there? I have never used Zero. a strap on at all. No. Okay, Zero well, strap on. Fine, but let's say there's okay. a strap on. 
Great. Is somebody doing that? <laughs> no, no, they're not. No okay, one's doing, not it. doing no, it. No one's doing it. I'm like, what are you, gay? Yeah. <laughs> huh? What are you, sick? Wait, are you? Wait, wh- what about you? I, I am straight. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I live a straight lifestyle. There's nothing about me that's gay. So, so we're that, saying, except that I'm gay. So no strap-ons either way. Oh yeah, yeah, the other way. I'm very comfortable. So you're wearing it? I worn it. Oh, okay, you've worn it. Worn it. I dabble. Okay. I dabble. That's how I know you're not truly cheap. I've never bought one because I refuse to pay for it for something I can't return. Okay, so maybe the stereotype holds true on her side. But for lifts. You for, cannot she's return cheap. a strap she, on. She's cheaper. By the way, would you buy a used one? So here's what my girl thinks. I've invested big money in mine. I got the silicone. I'm doing Lilo. I'm doing the highest end shit. Okay, now I have the strapless one where we're just like vibing out. Now here's the thing. They're not cheap. I'm talking 160 USD. <laughs> now my girl thinks I get with her, I gotta return everything I had. I am buying premium grade silicone. You're heating this up, it's good as new. It's medical. That's, yeah. So, right? so you are you buying them used? No, oh, never. God, okay. shalom. Uh, you could though. Okay, but I could give you one. Oh, but I'm alone. Okay. But walk around, see how you feel. <laughs> Try it on for While size. While wearing it? Okay. Try so, it on uh, for size. I think we gotta wrap it up. But try it Why on for size. Why did you just see. put a condom on that microphone when you said that? It felt dirty, it felt yeah. like it needed it. It felt like it needed it after all the stress. Do you want one of my used? Um, it's not yellowing or anything. <laughs> no, I, you know, I can't turn down anything that's free, so I will say yes. You're not helping your stereotype. I, you know, I'm uh, frugal. I, I, I'm not. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't. No, I think the Jews I'm, invented I'm, I'm it, and embracing, now I'm embracing on. it. I'm no longer uh, contributing to the uh, America's GDP. No, I'm only buying used now for everything. Okay, or taking used or free strap-ons. Yeah. Okay, the strap-on itself, actually, I should tell you, you have to buy yourself. I only have one of those. But I'm going <laughs> to give you the dildo. Oh, but I still got to buy the other thing that you it's put It's like $20. On. Oh, okay, okay. Does anybody have 24 I mean? <laughs> Listen. She's not cheap on dates. That's She's true. not cheap on dates. I'm cheap on objects. But you don't have a car right now because you smashed smithereens. Someone, someone uh, crashed in my car. So if you also want to give me a car, I will take that too. Well, is insurance going to get you a car? Without a car, it's hard in the city with a girl. You let us know when you get a car. Okay, we'll yeah, post yeah. about it, and yeah. then she'll be ready for business, lady. And then I'll have half a strap on. In the meantime, she's going to be on my show December 6th at the Lyric. The, the Chris Gethard Show with Robbie Hoffman. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, guys. Woo, baby. <laughs> I mean, Woo, legit, baby. It, it took me back like I was hanging out with my older Jewish relatives at some bar mitzvah. <laughs> it really took me back. I love when Robbie's like, 12 USD. Her using USD to, to say the price of something really makes me happy. You guys, I hope you enjoyed these sets. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We love you so deeply. And we will see you next week where I will officially be older. 
All of us will be. <laughs> That's true. Older. That's true. Okay, granted. Okay. Anyway, gotta go. Bye. Bye. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. (laughs) And we're very confident. (laughs) We wanted to combine Bose's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time, but it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes, and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.